East Coast, West Coast. What Andre said. Pretty brutal. What Andre said when he got on that microphone created a diamond. People that, that don't even. I did the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. I did the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. I did the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. Channel 7. I did the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. I did the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. I did the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. I did the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. I did the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. Channel 7. Mike check, Mike check, one, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah, we sound good. Levels looking good. Yeah, I feel like we look even better. Oh yeah, you know we do. Come on, man. <laughs> I am your host for today on the Channel Seven podcast. I go by the name of Marv Double XL. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. The YIP takeover. Yeah, man. YIP takeover. You know we had to do it right for the uh, season finale of you season know? six. It was a legendary season, so we had to have a legendary, you know, remix to the host. Yeah, and now I have a legendary guest. You feel me? Yo, the man, the myth. The legend, the mogul, the music producer, yeah. the author. What? Let's go. Keep it what? going. Let's keep going. Let's Come keep on. Going. The, the engineer, the producer. You know what I mean? The fucking host of one of the most eclectic high energy parties. You know Squeeze. Squeeze your life. Come on, man. We got the legendary seven man, in the thank building. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Man. Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm excited to let, you know, um, the people kind of explore a different, different side of me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Usually I'm in that chair. Mm. But now, you know what I'm saying, the roles have reversed, we trading yeah. places and Hot shit. seat. Yeah, it is. I'm ready to talk, though. Come on, man. I'm ready to talk today. Before we get into Seven, mm -hmm. I want, like you said, I want the people to know like who Jonathan is. Yeah. So, yeah, take us there. Man, Jonathan, born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, Cad County. Uh, come from a family of five total, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really grow up in the, the best circumstances, and... um. You know, that too made me who I am, you know what I'm saying? But Jonathan is just a really goofy, funny, uh, lighthearted, happy boy, you know what I'm saying? I think I um, have mastered myself, and that's why I am who I am as a man now, because of, you know, the experiences that I grew up with as Jonathan, you know? So you would say you still got some of those childlike qualities about you now? Absolutely. You know, um, I think from just kind of like, like I said, like mastering myself, Yeah. you know, going through things like um, therapy and, you know, just uh, being exposed to the world outside of the hood, like it, it, it taught me the importance of keeping in touch with my inner child. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like. That's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, you know, there's certain things um about like protecting little Johnny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta protect and, and nurturing, it. nurturing yeah. little Johnny, you know what I'm saying? Just being free within myself, I feel like is is uh why I am the man I am today. So what made you take on the alias, you know, from Jonathan to seven? Like what made you do that? Well, right, so at the time I was kind of like still nurturing Jonathan, you know what I'm saying? Figuring out who Jonathan was, let me say that. I was figuring out my identity. Okay. And I started getting into numerology, and my birthday is August the 7th, okay. right? Okay. So that's one. And then in my study of numerology, seven represents wisdom and divinity. Okay. And, you know, I felt like those are things that, you know, represented me perfectly. So it was almost like a no brainer to kind of like, you know, embody that as I moved through the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what's the difference between between John and Seven? Yeah. Um Jonathan versus Seven. Jonathan versus Seven. It's a big difference, man. Like Seven is the cool, suave renaissance, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's the smooth, slick talker, you know, always composed and um he's the he's a creative character, you know what I'm saying? But he's an extension of Jonathan, though. You feel me? Like, so like, kind of like Bruce Wayne, Batman. Exactly. You feel me? Like, it's still me. It's just like a different dimension of my ego. Gotcha. You feel me? But Jonathan is the little boy who just wants to watch 
anime and cartoons all day, eat cereal and, you know, like run around couches and shit <laughs> like a toddler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like man. he's he's the the That's your innocence. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You feel me? But both of these, you know, dimensions of myself exist within me. You know what I'm saying? But understanding the balance between the two is definitely important. You know what I'm saying? Especially in the career field that we're in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like you can get lost in that that separation between the two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, you know, people not only call you by this created name, this alias, but you know, they're also always like feeding that part of your ego by telling you how great you are and how much they love you and then, you know, all these, you know, attention and you know, girls, things like that. Like it, it can definitely like blur the lines between like who's who. So you know, how, how often do you tap into Jonathan? I try as much as I can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially um as I continue to rise up in my um in my lane. Yeah. I'm gonna emphasize my lane. You does, know what I'm saying? Does Jonathan like give you advice? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, does he, like, pull you aside and be like, hey, yo, chill out? But or? check, so, so Jonathan... It's crazy. It's, like, two different... You know, it is. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Yeah. You feel me? Like, like Jonathan, that's the intuition. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how I know... Oh, yeah, we pot. When, yeah, yeah, we pot. We pot. Yeah, we pot. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jonathan is the intuition. That lets me know... Um, when I might be misstepping or not okay. in a decision or okay. uh, if I should be, you know, entertaining or acting a certain way. You feel me? Seven is the, hmm. I got to control seven a lot of the time. Damn. Yeah. Like you got to dial back or. Yeah, because seven is ambitious. Oh, seven wants to take over the world. Yeah. You feel me? I, I get that. I yeah. Get that. And. That ambition can hurt you because when you are ambitious, I feel like, especially um, in this field, it can consume you if you don't have a balance of who you are and who you're not, you know? And before I experienced the success that I've experienced, you know, within the past 12 to 13 months, you know, I got a lot of lessons early on where I had to really prioritize what was really important to me, right. you know what I'm saying? And I quickly realized what really fucking mattered. The love for yourself, yeah. the love for your family, and if you have someone that's significant, the love of your loved one. Everything else don't fucking matter. Right. You know just, what I'm saying? It's just a la carte, you know? That shit don't matter, bro. Don't. Like, it does not matter. The, the plaques the day, don't matter. They don't. The money don't matter. The awards don't matter. The attention does not matter. None of that shit matters, bro. The love of your loved ones, the love for yourself and your family, that's it. You feel me? So, like, with me getting them lessons early on in my career, I was able to really, uh, you know, manage my ambition. You know what I'm saying? That's the ambition of seven. You feel me? Yeah. Like I said, Jonathan just wants to... They want to kick it, You man. know what I'm saying? They want to have a good just time. hug every everyone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Funny. Let's just play. Yeah, you feel me? I appreciate you explaining that because I got a chance to you know meet both sides of you. Yeah, but I don't think everybody else has. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Even you introduce yourself as seven. At seven, yeah, right, and they get that from jump. Exactly. And um, yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like by the end of this, they'll get a better sense of both of y'all. Yeah. I hate to say that, like you <laughs> but got it's true though. Personalities, you know, what I'm it saying? is. I feel like everybody has a mm-hmm. an alias or alter ego that they like. Beyonce, Sasha Fierce, exactly. You, know you feel I mean? me? Or a future Pluto. even Kendrick Lamar. That's his real name, yeah. but that's his stage name. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is totally different from Kendrick Duckworth. Right, right, totally right. different. K dot J Cole is totally different from Jermaine. Yeah, he is. You feel me? Yeah. So. You know, this is just the realness of being an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? You have your entertainer, you know, identity, and then you got your real identity. And the ability to separate the two is paramount, bro. Man. It's paramount. A lot of people can't, but it's 
that duality is beautiful though when you can like come home you take the wig off you know what i mean yeah. or, or the jewelry you just sitting there and be like wow i'm, I'm back to yeah, me yeah sit man. in your underwear and just you fucking saying? you pour that big ass bowl of cereal <laughs> yeah man legs out everything uh, chest out you just fucking naked yeah you know what i'm saying in the most I, metaphorical sense yeah. like you just there I love I love the honesty. Absolutely, I love I honesty. I'm here to pod today. Come on, man. I'm here to pod. I'm so how how long pod how long it. you uh yeah how long did you how long you been doing the podcast? Like, man, I've been podcasting since I had to explain to people what a podcast even was. So you was that guy. I'm the real pod father. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like since 20 man 2016, I want to say is when I first started podcasting. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying. And we've done. Three different rebrands. Three? Three different rebrands. And I want to How focus. many seasons? We're on season six right now. This is okay. the season finale of season six. Jeez. You know, right now. That's impressive. But thank you. But, you know, it. It's um, it's been a journey, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people would have quit after the first rebrand. I've rebranded three times. And I feel like because I've rebranded three times and I never quit, yeah. I've been consistent and I stayed disciplined. That's why I've been able to reap the benefits of the sacrifices and the successes, you know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't be able to have a podcast that is, let alone visual, right? Right. You know, but is reaching people all across the globe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We got fans in Europe and South America, Mexico. And oh, you did your Spotify, uh, you did your Spotify rap. Oh yeah, no, nah, we got all over the world, you know what I'm saying? Um, of course, Atlanta being the biggest fan base, but we have people tuning in from all over the world, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We now throw the biggest and the best parties ever by a podcast with Squeeze. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Going to take the shit to London in a couple months. They don't even know. You feel me? Yeah. Because I rebranded three times. Uh-huh. You dig what I'm saying? So what'd you say? It's a journey. Through those three rebrands, was like failure involved? Oh, absolutely. It failed every time. You know what I'm saying? Failure is the biggest... And best teacher you can ever have as a uh, as a human. Feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because failure teaches you what not to do next. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So many people fear failure because of whatever, you know, um, insecurity or, or just, you know, negative thought that they have within themselves. But failure is how we learn. It's how we grow. And that's how we ultimately love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... Without failure, no one on this earth would be successful. Yeah. You feel me? You have to start. You got to. You have to start. And then you have to, more importantly, keep going. Yeah. Be consistent and be disciplined and believe in yourself. You said something the other day. You said, I've failed so much that it gave me the opportunity to win or something. You said something the other day. And it it stuck with me. I wish, I'm going to have to, uh, I think I was recording that conversation. I'm going to have to double back on that. Mm -hmm. But I agree. Failure... Is how we even have an iPhone. I'm pretty sure they literally they started somewhere. I mean, you you, you flip phone like the the blocks like yeah. they started there and it was like, yo, this is not gonna fit in my pocket. Bro. <laughs> it's not, and yeah. I need to travel with this exactly. Just like the podcast, like mm-hmm. after the third rebrand, what you just you were like, this is it. This was that was it. Um, the Are third you... rebrand was in 2019. That's when uh, season one, you know, launched November 2019, and I knew. I yeah. just knew, you know, um, and, you know, the rest is history. So what do you, like, identify more as a producer or a podcaster? I would say I'm primarily a producer. Like, when people would ask me, like, you know, who am I or who is Seven, rather, who right. is Seven, I say, you know, he's a music producer who owns a podcast that throws parties through his podcast. <laughs> That's your favorite thing to say. <laughs> You know, but, you know... um, yeah, man. Um, I think both sections of my company, my brand, coexist uh, greatly. There's a great balance, you know what I'm saying, with seven being the music identity, right? And then you have Channel 7 podcast, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, which is the media side of the company, my multimedia production company. And, you know, even how, like this whole thing came to be was this is an extension of Channel Orange. 
the name. Uh, you feel me? So it was like a play on words of like, all right, how can I still keep my media ambitions in line with my music ambitions? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So taking inspiration from Channel Orange, see what you do Channel there. 7, still incorporating 7 into the name, and then it makes sense because it's a podcast, you're tuning into a show, you feel me? And then on top of that, you know, everyone's like, how is there oranges? Like, where did you get oranges from? Right. From... Channel, Channel Orange, you feel uh, me? And it's been so remarkable because now whenever anyone sees an orange, they think of me. Yeah, they you do. You feel me? They do. So it's just all been really like universal and divine. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yes, Heaven sent, God sent, for real. Yeah, speaking of orange, I want to just touch on Squeeze real quick, oh, yeah. man. Let's talk about Squeeze. Squeeze, let's just talk about Squeeze man, one Squeeze time, your man. life, man. Let's squeeze your life. Like the podcast birthed one of the craziest parties I've been to, man. man. And I never thought I'd say that. For <laughs> real, for real. That's love. That's big, man. For sure that. What, what, uh, what like promoted Squeeze? To like? get Squeeze, man. So, you know, from the beginning, I always wanted to bring the podcast to life. You know, more than what it is already living, but like more so like in the real world, right? right? And just getting creative, I'm like, man, I don't want to do no live show because I feel like a live podcast with the way like my show is set up, it wouldn't really be interactive. Yeah, like it's more like a panel, right. for real, you know what I'm saying? And looking at other people's live shows like the Joe Buttons, 85 South Show, you know, uh, lip service, whatever. Granted, it is more interactive because of how their show is set up, but I feel still like it's kind of a barrier in between the relationship of like podcasters and the audience. Mm -hmm. You feel me? If you know me, you know I love to party. <laughs> so just staying true to me, I'm like, well, shit, let's turn this bitch into a party. Like that would be the live promotional, like, arm department of the show and it's, you know and it's left field you, you know, know it's it's left it's legendary i remember the first one you did <laughs> it was a few people there expecting yeah a podcast so just going through talking about failure again yeah, right yeah. i wouldn't necessarily look at this like a failure but it was a learning lesson right? right so the very first podcast party we threw was called rhythm and rants it was sponsored by gray goose and patron I promoted it like a party, but people thought it was going to be like a live show yeah. just because of the name. They never heard nothing about it before. It was like a podcast party. Right. What does that even mean? You're you know, promoting it from the pod page. Right. Exactly. So, you know, people showing up, they don't really, they confused. They don't know what to expect. That's good though. And to a degree, yeah. right? So, <clears throat> you know, that was a success even in my eyes because, you know, it did it. Like I did it. It happened. Right. right? And... Couple months later, last year, 2022, right? I'm on the phone with my homegirl. You know, I'm planning out the next one. And she's like, yo, you need to change, change the name. Because it gives the impression of everything that everyone thought it was the first time. I kid you not, 10 seconds, I said squeeze. Squeeze? Immediately. Immediately. And I saw it like, I saw everything. Talk about on brand. I'm like, Oh, this shit gonna be the next freak need. Mm. Immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I I knew when I said it, I said, people are going to see this and say, squeeze, what the fuck is that? Right. And why do I need to be there? Why? And then months later, I seen a text message, someone screenshotted it, that exact same interaction, but the exact same word by word, play by play. I said, oh man, we're up. Oh yeah. As soon as that happened, I knew I was like, oh, we cracking. Yeah, it was definitely. You feel me? Damn. And you know, as it as it just so happened to kind of just align, like, you know, it's caught like wildfire. You know what I'm saying? The very first one, the first squeeze was 2022, June 20th, right? We've thrown three so far. We had June 20th, we had August 22nd, and it had squeeze Halloween. And now, you know. We've been so blessed and fortunate to take it overseas to London. How though? Like, what? what how did that even? Because I remember you telling me, bro. I can't say nothing but God's grace, literally, man. Because it was some niggas from London at the party. At the party, party, and they seen like, <laughs> what is this pandemonium? 
We had to get this shit overseas. That's crazy. The rest is history. That's I said, crazy. nigga, say less. Like, it's mm. done. It's done. So, you know? Everybody's invited? Of course. <laughs> if you, if, look, this is my camera. If you see me right now, I'm talking to you. Talk to him. Come to Squeeze, man. We'll squeeze your life. He loves to say squoze. We're going to squoze you. We're going to squoze you, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to squeeze London uh, spring 2022. I mean, 2023, my bad. Spring 2023. Um, still looking at possibly May yeah. at the moment. But London, we coming to squeeze your life. I'm there. We coming to squeeze your I'm life. I'm there. I ain't never been to London. But on behalf of Squeeze, I'll be there. Let's show that. We need Come you. Come on, man. I'm trying to squeeze everything. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, okay. We're going we gonna to pivot. <coughs> Last year, 2022, was a breakout year for you. Yeah. Musically. Yeah. You know, and I want you to touch on that because last year- It was a great year. Man, we're going to put a crown on your head. <laughs> it was a breakout year, man. <laughs> You yeah. worked. You worked on one of the, one of the most standout projects mm. from I want to say underground point of view. Yeah, freelance by Ben Riley. Yeah, you know, and accumulating forty million streams and counting. Yeah, that's that's something to be you know what I'm saying swole about. <laughs> I mean, true. I feel like I feel like. I feel like you don't get your credit enough, you know what I mean? Because like, so? I, I think so, bro. I'm gonna be honest. Like, <laughs> like I know you. Yeah. It's just like I know you probably people see you and they might mention it, but mm -hmm. it's like that's like I said from an underground point of view, that's that's remarkable, bro. It is. And then to happen wow. so quick, like you produced well, how many tracks on there? Uh two tracks. I produced uh Deep Pockets and Barbar Watch. And you you mix and completely mixed and mastered. The whole the whole thing. Project. Yeah. For for somebody to trust you with a whole project, yeah. you must be good at what you do. I think I do pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I think I do pretty well. Yeah. You know, but man, like Yeah, take us through that. I mean I be I be saying I'm Grateful so much, I feel like niggas be thinking I'm lying. I mean, <laughs> because that's literally how I feel. Like it's nothing but gratitude. Yeah, you know, like even when I um, I posted about it. Uh, you know, I posted about it a couple months ago with uh, my plaque, and I said like, gratitude is how we show love to the universe, but this is not because of us. This is because of y'all. People. This is because of y'all. Like, people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't sell that many. The people did that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had no power. We had absolutely no power over any of this shit. I just put the power into the music. Exactly. Like, we, we like to think that we, you know, have control and power over our successes and the things that come to us and happen to us and for us, but we don't have any control over that shit. That's all because of God and the people, you know? And that's why we have to show absolute gratitude to that, you know? Because God and the people decided to do X, Y, Z thing. All we did was make it and put it out into the world. We could have put it out to the world and it flopped, Yeah, you know? So I speak about gratitude so much because it's so important to understand that, right? you know? Like, all I did was... Do what I thought best to do, you know. It was like instinct, man. and you know, even in the the conversation of praise, right? Where people, it's really kind of weird to me, like how people put me in these conversations of like legendary engineers and producers, right? Yeah. And I appreciate it, of course, but it is still kind of like, you know, it's still kind of weird for me to accept in a sense because I'm looking at it as far as like a comparison of accolades. Like I don't have the stat sheet to compare to a mix by Ali or Pharrell or, you know, a Dr. Dre. But as a fan, yes, they're talking about sonic, skill set. Yes, you know, they're like, your shit sounds like this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It can it can it can rival and I don't even like to say that because I feel like I'm like what what am I saying like my shit rival 
a Pharrell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's like, you know, I guess from an outside perspective, you know, a pure ear, a pure heart, they're looking at it like, we love it, right. like how we love this. How we love that. That's a, you good, know? Way. That's a good way of looking you at it. You feel me? Um, but it's kind of hard for me to even accept it in that, in that way. But I'm grateful even still because like, again, going back, I could put the shit out and niggas be like, it sucks. <laughs> True. <laughs> Shit's trash, nigga. Could it, you could feel it, me? It, it could, could be like that. Yeah. It could be like that. So, you know, it's number gratitude, man. That's beautiful. Number gratitude for yeah. sure. Like, really. I'm proud of both of y'all. Everybody involved. Like, absolutely, man. I'm proud of a, everybody. It was a solid. It's piece a team of work. effort. It was a solid piece of work. Thank you. And it it doesn't go unnoticed. Especially felt the rush. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> my favorite track on there. By the Thank way. You. Yeah. Yes. So we was able to, um, you know, follow up quickly. With uh, follow up quickly with um, another body of work. I don't want to call it an album, but just in, like another series in the freelance chapter yeah. with Charlie. You know what I'm saying? I was able to mix that and uh, produce Felt the Rush, and um, you know that's that was a special one. That was a special track. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that production completely. And most accurately embodies my sound. You know, the stuff on freelance, I made that shit like probably like two years before. Damn. Yeah, I made that shit like two years before it even got placed on freelance. Like 20, freelance came out in 2021, bro. I made them beats in like 2020, maybe the earliest 2019. Damn. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, make it, that's, that means you a fucking timeless producer. If you could, if you could push from two years ago, and still, I try my best to be. You being modest. <laughs> that way, being modest. I do. I try my best yeah. to be. Yeah, we gonna let you know what I'm saying. Boy, you being modest. Why you know it? You know it. <laughs> I try my, I try my best to to create timeless music. You know what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, like. Felt the rush, like I said, it just. Um, where were you? Where were you mentally? Man, mentally, where was I? I think at the time, I was still trying to figure out what my sound was. Oh, so you were like experimenting, uh, searching. Yeah. I don't even want to say experiment. I was searching. You know, I was just kind of like wandering in the dark. I knew what it felt like. I didn't know what it sounded like though. But you knew what it felt like. Yeah, I knew what it felt like. So, no pun intended, when I made Felt the Rush, yeah. I was like, oh, this is the seven sound. Yeah. You know, because for so long, I would tote myself as the producer without a sound. So, that, once, was, that was your flex. Yeah, it was kind of like I can do so much and be all of these different, like, you know, styles that I don't have a sound. Yeah. You're I'm like, like water. Yeah, I can, I can, I can maneuver through everything. You feel me? But, Ironically, um, in the twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, I found my sound, the seven sound, seven sound, and the most ring to it. snapshot way I can describe it is if Pharrell, Timberland, and Outkast had a music baby, it would be me, mm. you know, and that's the seven sound. Here you are, here I am, that boy seven. <laughs> they got a ring to it, bro. The seven sound, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's already stamped. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. It's like a household name almost. It's, I hope so. It feels good to say. Mm-hmm. And like like you said, when you made felt the rush, it's it may, in your mind you say this is the seventh. Yeah, it's the seventh sound. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. And you know, um, I'm excited for all the things that that are coming up that I plan to do. Um, and and people I plan to collaborate with that will just further emphasize that seventh sound. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm gonna make a pivot. Let's do it. You had a tweet the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be on Twitter. I don't be doing too much on there. I just he be, be tweet look. watching me. I just be looking. <laughs> Whatever on the timeline when I'm watching. on there. It was uh, December 29th, yeah. 2022 at 1.44 p.m. Timestamps. I got those. Receipts. <laughs> I quote, you said, I am done with hip hop. Yeah. Unquote. Quote, unquote. I'm done. Yeah. Where I'm done with hip hop. You gotta elaborate that. I'm cause I'm hip hop, G. You know what I mean? I'll I, I produce for you, of you course. Know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you done? I'll never be done with you. Come on, man. <laughs> you done with us? We ain't got one yet. I'll never be done with you. Get, check my hand. All right. I love you. All right, gang. All right. 
But yeah, but, let me know. Run me, run man, me through that. That thought. So, I was worried. I ain't gonna lie. I never worry about me. I like, I'm man. always good. But man, hip hop is so many, so many doors I can open with that tweet. So for one, I'm gonna start here. Okay. The world of seven is way more than the Instagram name. Like it's literal. It literally. My brand is global. You feel me? So, you know, I never aspired to be like a type producer. You know, I'm a music producer. I pull inspirations from jazz, house, R and B, um, alternative rock sometimes. You feel me? Of course hip hop too, but you know, my my palette and digestion of sound is so diverse that you know, I don't want to be locked in to um, the limitations of just making one type of sound or trying to chase one type of anything. You that. feel me? Um, a lot of times I feel like producers um, and musicians, period, um, create a sound or they view themselves as a type of sound and it blocks them off from certain opportunities because they don't ever experiment or test other areas and waters. You feel me? Mm, almost like they kind of scared. It could be maybe a little bit of fear, maybe. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that might be what they want to do. They might be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Lane. That might be dumb. And that's cool too. But for me, it's always been an expansive type of thing. You feel me? We got range. Yeah. So um that was on one end of it as well. And then the certain things that I've experienced within hip hop as well within the past year kind of just turned me off. Oh, not even musically. You talking about, about the business. It's been both. Yeah. It's been both. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I'm sure we'll probably get into it later, but you know, I experienced certain things in the culture of hip hop last year. Okay. That are honestly beneath me. You know what I'm saying? It's a type of sickness in hip hop right now because you know our people are sick. You know what I'm saying, and it represents that because you know we are hip hop. We are. You feel me? So, you know what I'm saying. The business is only as good as the people that are in it. You know, and like I said, the people that are in it, majority sick. Sick. You feel me? So wicked too. With man. So, with that being said, it's like. I'd rather not involve myself with We're sick people. Mm, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll tap in every now and then, but you know, as far as that being my focus and my main, you know, aspiring vehicle, can't do it. So where's your focus now? Um, globally and expansive. You know what I'm saying? Um just thinking big. Thinking big. There's so many ways to make money. <laughs> Gotta think big, bitch. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that shit give me every time. You know? Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it, you know? I think you you holding out on us, bro. Am I? Yeah, you are. You are. I see what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, like I said, it's a modest guy here. <laughs> that boy that that boy cooks, man. He cooks. Literally, you cook too. I do cook. Yeah, you I cook pretty too. damn well. That boy cook too. Sidebar, <laughs> that man can cook a good meal. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you need that, he got he got that. But what I mean, like you cook, like you 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 very premeditated. You have you you like ten steps ahead of yourself. Not even anybody else, but ahead of yourself. Mm. And um, I I was over here the other day, and I I caught you playing some music the other day, man. Yeah. And you know, I feel like you gotta let the cat out the bag. Man. All right, I think season we should. Finale. I think it's time. Yeah, I think it's appropriate for sure for sure. it being the season finale for sure. You know, Honestly, yeah. and the YFP remix. I think we should. I mean, yeah. So what he is referring to, ladies and gentlemen, is there will be a house album I will be delivering within the month of February 2023. Yeah. Um, entitled House of Divine. Which is, you know, uh, a literal play on words from my production company, House of Divine Productions, you know? Genius. Because no brainer, right? Duh, yeah. house music, House of Divine, duh. Makes sense. Come on. So, um, yeah, man, um, House of Divine, the house album will be out in February 2023. So, a couple weeks from now, 
House. House music. From hip hop to house. Yeah. You said range, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like, where were you? Were you listening to Cage or not? And it was like, I could do this. No, so funny story. Yeah. My house album was inspired by a woman who okay. gave me an edible. What? And <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's always the, the women, fuck? right? Always. So you gotta love it. She she gave me an edible knowing that I don't do like so you didn't know it was edible oh no i did oh my yeah. she drugged but no but she gave me like a lot oh and i okay. tripped balls like i was tripping so hard that when i came home i just felt so inspired to make anything but hip hop mm. you know it was that was just the wave of the universe that, that was, i was on you feel me that was the so moment. You know, and and at the time too, I was meeting a lot of girls that did cocaine. So they had you doing coke too? No, not coke, but I was like, I'm gonna give them something to party to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's some cocaine music on that house album. I ain't gonna lie. It's some coke snorting tracks. Heavy, heavy, heavy fist pump. You, you know feel what I'm me? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That was the inspiration. I'm like, well, shit, I'm meeting a lot of girls that do cocaine. Let me give them something to party to. All right, let me. And that was the creation of House of Divine. And um, I got some really cool shit coming up with it, man. Um, it's gonna be a web 2.5 experience, integrating the metaverse with how we normally um, interact with media now. You okay. feel me? Um, it's gonna be an activation pop up as well as a, like a listening party for the album. This is gonna give people, but specifically our people, their first opportunity and chance to experience the metaverse. Right. Because a lot of people um, feel skeptical about the metaverse. Is because they never experienced it right. before. You they don't know. Me? They don't know what it is. Right. And seeing is believing. Always. I know that and understand that. And I need our people to see it and then believe it. Because we cannot be left behind again. You know, the metaverse, web three, you know, AI, all these things are the future. Yeah. And so many times in human history are we left behind from the Industrial Revolution, oil, the wheel, <laughs> you know, just everywhere we turn, we've been left, even with the age of the internet, you know, people thought that the internet was a fad. Yeah. 23 years ago, they thought this shit yeah. was a fad. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be over. You know what I mean? Fact. So if people would have bought into it, you know, um, and believed in it early on, then... It could have changed a lot of shit, but the people who normally do are people who don't normally look like us. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. And I need people to look like us to be, to be able to, exactly, to be able to see the future and accept the future and not be scared of the future because innovation is going to happen. Yeah. You feel me? So, um, yeah. I like know. I like that. I like I like you introducing the house album with a whole new concept around it. Right. Because... Um, I'm gonna be honest. A lot of people didn't even listen to House before before Drake. About to say, yeah, yeah a lot of didn't. people didn't even know. Thank you, was... Drake, for allowing me to you know bridge the gap a lot easier. Yeah, you know uh, what I mean. He, uh, what was the name of his? Honestly, never mind. Yeah. How did you feel about it? I like certain songs on it. It, it. Was it True House? Yeah. I'm see. I'm not. I'm not the super house head to even feel like I can say what's true yeah. house or not. House head. Yeah. That's funny. You know, I think yeah. that it stayed true to the genre, right. but he made it his own. I, and people might say the same thing about my shit. They might be like, this is not house, you know? But I think it's house. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> you it's know? your version of it. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. So, I, feel like, I feel like house doesn't have a specific type. But yeah. As long as it stays the, on the floor with the beat. Right. This house to me, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about this Web three because I'm gonna be honest, I'm still not a believer in my damn self. Right. I, I didn't get a chance to go to uh, Art Basel in Miami. Yeah, and that's where I heard about a lot of it being introduced. Yes. And um, if yeah, you do not have Web three integrated into your music right now, you are losing. You know, you are behind the curb, and hopefully, you don't lose in the future because Web three is moving very fast. And it is the power being brought back to the artist on a silver platter. Yeah. And you have to be involved. You have to be. You know, there's so many things you can do 
that are cool and innovative and just new. And, you know, with the music industry um, or the world being in such an interactive space, you have to interact with your community and your fan base, and this is the way to do it. Web3. Web3, bro. Web2023 looking good for that boy Chef, man. man. It's looking a little all right. Come on, man. House album. Look at squeeze energy. London. Yeah, Squeeze London. <laughs> oh, you got to spin that over there. I'm talking Oh, no, it is. Oh, yeah. You, you know it's all strategic now. I'm not putting out the house album that. for nothing you before I go to London. Spin that Come over. on, man. Now that I think about it, I can see it now. Come like. on, yeah. They're going to be in there tripping. <laughs> we might have to pass out. <laughs> okay. Um, earlier this season, you were talking about something special happening, you know, within, you know, the producer world. Mm-hmm. Like a union, yeah, you know, and um, I remember Sunny Digital talking about that for sure. Long, not a long time ago, but not too long ago. Yeah, he's he's the reason why I even had the idea. Like, what does that producer union even look like? Um, I think it's just equitable and fair treatment between all songwriters and engineers. In the music industry, or in the in the entertainment industry, so a system where it ensures they get paid. It ensures you get paid. It ensures that you get proper um, representation legally. It ensures that you get paid on time. Mm-hmm. You know, you have restrictions and consequences if you breach this. You know, terms of agreement. Um, just like how you have a workers' union for any other job or industry in America. Yeah. There should be one to represent and protect, you know, the people who are behind a multi-trillion-dollar art. Let's let's be honest. The most important people behind the ones that are the backbones, bro. What you know, the ones that create the art. You feel me? They should be represented and protected and compensated, um, you know, appropriately. And I feel like that's necessary because I experienced something um, last year as well that you know made it more real for me. You know, as uh, you think about a union, yeah. You know, like if a union was here, none of this, this would be I wouldn't happening. be experiencing this. Gratefully, I had the position of leverage to where I could kind of like, you know, strong arm myself to get the proper compensation that I would deserve. Right. Right. But I oftentimes think about if I didn't, and I think about the people who typically don't. You know, most people didn't have that leverage of the skill set that I had. You know, because I'm so well fast, uh, well versed in you know all the different things that I am, I was able to kind of like you know, like I said, like strong arm myself into position to protect myself. But I shouldn't have to strong arm anything. Nah, I shouldn't even have to flex my muscles. You know what I'm saying? It should just be there. It should just be done. So you know what, what I'm saying? Would, would you be willing to pioneer the? The producer union? I would for sure. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that's that's like a I think I need a little bit more weight under my belt. Yeah. Before people can respect me, but I mean you know. You might just need, you know, a couple uh, other spokespeople with you. you yeah, know, Sunny Digital, Sunny. I wanna talk to yeah. Sunny for sure. Sunny. Sunny. We're gonna clip this up. Sunny, we we need you on the show. We need you. Come, come sit, on. come sit down so we can break this down and we can make it happen because it's a lot of people I see on Twitter probably like every other day tweeting the main artists like yo your song's big i still haven't got paid yeah and then people in the mentions like yo the main artist really not ain't got nothing to do with this they don't they ain't got nothing to do with this man and it's the it's the back end that it's crazy because that's they don't even have a like you the the union would be the back end there is no back end but it's all by design yeah it's made to be this way It's made to be this so way, and it, and, it, and it needs to change, though. Creating a union would kind of be going against the grain, then. It would, but fuck it. Yeah, it's about that time. <laughs> so what? Like, I feel like producers, engineers, songwriters, you know, we're all we're all songwriters, but, you know? I, I, I just feel like they aren't just the backbone, like, they're the full makeup, you know, and artists kind of just come in and just piss on everything sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's there. They're the yeah. face, but yeah. like, they're not the body. You know what I mean? Right. Like, y'all make up the body. Yeah. Like, engineering, I couldn't, I won't say I couldn't do it, but the way you do it, I'm like, yeah, my boy need a little extra. Get my little thing or something extra yeah, yeah. on top, man. Thank you, Gil. Come on, man. You know? But, um, yeah, I, I'm a, I think that's coming. I think it's coming um, very, really soon. Um, the fans 
are smarter than ever. So, of course, the yeah. people in the world are smarter than ever. And I think that a union in the entertainment industry is going to be... I think it will be executed before 2040. It'll be like paperwork drawn. It'll be like done. Yeah. I want to say 2030, but I want to give a little bit of grace for pushback. Right. 2040. Yeah. 2040, a, a creative union will be established, I feel like. And it got to be sturdy, man. I don't want it to be corrupted or none of that. So if you got to be the pioneer, bro, stick to your guns. Whatever keep God tell feet, me to do. Keep your feet planted. That's what we doing. And get swole on it. <laughs> people been getting effed over, I don't know how long. Since the beginning. Artists too, but producers, engineers, songwriters first. Yeah. Let's make a pivot, man. Pivot. Let's talk about success, bro. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about success. Let's talk about it. It's my you favorite know, subject in school. Success is not linear. You know that. It's not. Know? So, like, what <coughs> what what challenged you the most last year when it came to success? Like, man, you know what? I was so naive. What you mean? Like, you were just happy to be here? No, never that. I felt like. Oh, I thought that I would just rise in success and experience success, but not create enemies along the way. Uh, you had factor. I didn't didn't even didn't even, didn't even think, think about, about it. that. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. that was a blip in my mind. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, yeah, we don't even think about the whole scope. It's shit. not, you know, what I'm saying, and you know. I experienced some enemies things. Is, I mean, because your enemies is a strong word. It is. You experience what? Enemies. I say the word enemies because, you know, when you are successful, there will be people who literally plot for you to fail. You know, they will do things for you to intentionally um, hurt. They'll lie on you. They'll try to, uh, you know, take money out of your pocket and food out of your mouth. Yeah, and that's enemy behavior. That's the goal, you know. Okay. You know, there's there's resentment in their heart. There's anger and jealousy. You know, it's a lot of these things. So, you know, um, I learned a lot last year. You know, what I'm saying where I experienced um, some situations within the music industry to where people were lying on me. You know what I'm saying? With that exact purpose, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I didn't even factor it in of like, this is a part of the climb. You know? It taught me how to be a king in the midst of it, though. You know, how to navigate the bullshit and how to spot an enemy before they even take off their mask. You know? So, you know... Um, Towards the end of the year, there's a situation where um, people were, hmm, let me choose my words carefully. It's a safe space, bro. Oh, it's the safest space. <laughs> but in knowing how to move as a king, you got to know how to move as a king. You feel me? So I'm not a chatty patty, but we're going to talk about it, though. We're going to talk. So, you know, I was in a situation where, um, you know, there were people, like I said, who plotted against my downfall, you know what I'm saying, who were telling people to not work with me, telling people to not come on my show, you know what I'm saying? Um, That's heavy. You know, um, like going out of your way to do that is crazy. You know, spreading lies about me to just civilians, regular people, just like, fuck seven, you know, things like that. And people come back to me saying like, oh, this is what's being said. And I'm like, fuck you mad at me for? Like, like, why is this happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm having conversations with the people who they're saying these things about. And then they're telling me like, oh, I didn't say this. I said this. You know, I have like receipts. So just in case something ever come out, I got the proof to protect myself. Right. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So 
that's one thing that you know I didn't really factor in to success. It's just like how people would literally try to um, see you fail, and they'll do everything that they can to to make that happen. Is it because what you were more successful than them, or I think it's because that I don't react to the hate. You know what I'm saying? Because even in the midst of that, you never see me act out of character. No one ever did. I never got online and started sub-tweeting. Yeah. It's beneath me. It's lame shit. Right. We got work to do. <laughs> Making too much money. That's lame. You feel me? You never seen me, you know, do anything that's not normal for me because that's not who I am. You know, and hopefully the people who believed and listen to the things that these people said, have enough intelligence to spot the difference. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if the shit that they said about me was true, I think you would have seen it. By now. Right? That's how I think. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be here for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A duck quacks. And a dog don't meow. No cap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Um... But that's just a part of, that's a part of the game, man. You know, and my mentor uh, Troy Taylor, he told me at the beginning of last year, back when like you know, um, the success was really bubbling over. I asked for mentorship. I asked for wisdom. And he told me that I had to develop duck wings. Right, it's, okay. it's puzzling you, right? Okay. He told me that because a duck can fly as as high as it can dive as deep into the water to get its food and then just soar right out the water as if nothing happened. And it's because their wings are coated with a type of oil to where the water doesn't even seep into their wings. They're not affected by the water no matter how deep they go. That's crazy. You know? So in that same analogy, it's about, you know, the bullshit of the entertainment industry. You're gonna you're gonna experience a lot of shit but you got to let it slide right off of you, you know? In order to survive. In order to survive. And then you got to rise through that shit like nothing ever happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Shout out. What's his name? Troy, Troy Taylor. Shout out Troy Taylor. Troy Taylor, Taylor that yes. That's a gym right there. For sure. So, you know, I, I, I apply that to, you know, my own lesson again, like how to be a king. Right. You know? So, I was going to ask you what the challenge turned you into or changed inside of you. It definitely jaded me for a minute. Yeah. It did. I ain't going to lie. It jaded me for a minute. Um, it attempted to make my heart really cold. Um, it almost did. Almost? It almost did because... I got to be honest, you know, it, it that shit definitely did, it did get to me. I, I didn't have the best duck wings at the time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because on some moments, I was feeling mature, and it's like, nigga, you don't got to say shit about me, I ain't going to say shit about you, leave me the fuck alone, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't matter to me. And then it was sometimes where it was like, I want to see you hurt. That's real. Yeah. It's my human emotion. It's my human experience. And then, of course, you know, over time, like, it got better. You know what I'm saying? But it it it, it was kind of hard for me still because the things that were being said about me, the lies, was like, nigga, what? Like, how? You know? Feelings aren't facts. Yeah. And I have facts. <laughs> you know? You feel me? So it it took a lot for me to kind of like, you know, um, get to the point where I'm at now. But, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm happy we're here. You feel me? Because at one point, I thought this shit was like an episode of Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, because I'm not going to fight you. So... Now what? <laughs> God damn. You know, like now what? Like, what's yeah. the point of this shit? Like, right. 
stupid, lame. But, you know, um, I hold no resentment in my heart, though, even still. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, like I said, or in the past, I I had moments. But now I don't. I ain't got no resentment in my heart. Everything's square, though. Square the meaning what? Square like um like it like you said it's beneath you it's you past yeah it, yeah yeah I know? don't if I it, don't if it keeps occurring you you'll keep ignoring yeah for sure you know what I'm saying like um my whole thing was just for everyone to be mature about it you know it was just like you don't have to even act like I exist. If, if I affect you in any way. And I'll do the same for you. <laughs> you know, but um, I think that they loved me so much that it was not possible mm. to do that. You know? Um, so, yeah. But it's, 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 it's love on my end, though. You know what I'm saying? I want to I, I move in you love should. with you everything. You, you know should. what I'm saying? No matter, no matter the amount of hate. Or if it feels like hate, I've always learned to even just embrace it. Like embrace it with love. Yes. Yeah. It's worth more. Like, love is worth way more. Mm-hmm. And nobody can discredit you for loving and hating. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, bro, I yeah. love you. you know yeah. It started off with love. So yeah. I feel like it should end that same way. For sure. So tell me this, bro. I'm curious. Like, what, what failure helped you the most, like, out of all of them? Handle your business before you start anything. Talk about the business before you start anything. That's going to avoid a lot of confusion, a lot of fights, a lot of misunderstandings. It's going to keep everything kosher. You know what I'm saying? Talk about the business. I think a lot of times, you know, we as uh, creators... We move off of emotion and vibes. Yeah. In you that know? moment, we're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you let's know. Let's fucking do it. Just vibes. And, you know, uh, we don't think that there's an opportunity to talk about money or we may not want to uh, make someone else uncomfortable because we don't want to, like, mess up that opportunity about money. Right. But it's like, you got to talk about the money. So, Have to. Man. Had that conversation early, um, and have it honestly, and then you move. Biggest advice. What's one thing like people will be surprised about you once they get to know you? Uh, that I'm nothing of what they think I am. Like, I think my confidence is the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> For real. Because you be, you be rapping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> be I rapping. do, bro. Cause like, you know, so many times people think I'm arrogant, and they get to know me, and they're like, "Oh my god, you're so, so humble and so like gentle and loving and all these different things." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've been this way. I've always been this way." Right, but they see it. That confidence. they projection, like yeah. my confidence, it's offended arrogant. their insecurity. Mm-hmm. So. They were never even able to see me clearly because of that. You feel me? And I've run into that so many times that I just kind of got used to it. But, like, I'm very confident, but not arrogant. You know? That's good to clear the air. Yeah. You want anything else? Nah, what you, what you know? I'm just saying. <laughs> you know something I don't know? <laughs> We did touch on how you was a cook. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think people know how how culinary equipped you are. You know <laughs> Culinarily equipped. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get potty. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I, I fuck I fuck with that, man. Yeah. You gotta uh, gotta be honest with you, with these people, man. Mm-hmm. Tell them tell them your favorite meal to cook, man. It's my favorite meal to cook. Um, I think anything Japanese inspired. Yeah. I love like Japanese culture and food and You been to Japan before? No, I haven't. We might have to squeeze Japan. That might that might be on the list. That might be on the squeeze list. Squeeze Japan? That might be hard. Oh my god. You just see it. You see it, right? Oh yeah. You see it. Oh yeah. And this is like cosplay everywhere. Everywhere. 
I never even done cosplay before. Nah, nah. We had to bring True with us. Yeah, true. True gonna be our our, yeah. our cosplay anime ambassador. Yeah, he's gonna, he gonna show us the way. <laughs> Squeeze Japan. Let's get it cracking. Got one more question for you. Let's get it cracking, man. man. It's a great interview, man. Thank you for, you know, gracing me with your presence, man. On, man. I'm honored. Come on, man. <laughs> What's one non-career related win that you're like proud of? Proud, proud, proud of. One non-career related win that I'm proud of. Is that man? I have so many actually. Um, my ability to have better work life boundaries, okay, for one, that's real, and the second one is ooh, tying it all in. This is the this is the pot in me protecting Jonathan, uh. even in the midst of. You know, the bullshit. Keeping keeping the identity of Jonathan, even as Seven continues to grow. Yeah, get Seven growing, man. Yeah, that's one of the biggest and best wins that I've uh, I've had as far as non career related is like you know staying true to myself. Like that's big. You know, I haven't um, done anything that I'm not proud of. Um, I haven't done anything that has made me, you know, question who I am. I haven't done anything that has made me not get no sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I will continue to uphold that for myself. You know what I'm saying? That's inspiring, bro. Love. That's inspiring. <laughs> I, I appreciate you let me come into your space. And Man, no one better than you. Come on. Sit in the pod seat, the pod god seat. You know? Yeah, it feels good over here, man. You know, <laughs> my first time coming to the show, I thought I was going to be over there. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, but the fact that I'm here. Yeah, nah, because I feel like, you know, we're going to switch it up and do the remix. Yeah. Like, we got to remix. You got to. It all, you know what I yeah, mean? So, nah, like. This is beautiful, man. Yeah, man. Beautiful set, beautiful time, beautiful energy. Thanks. Beautiful soul. Yeah, love. Yeah, I appreciate you sitting down having this unorthodox pie with me. You know, I know <laughs> I'm not your caliber, but it was beautiful, man. man I appreciate you are everything, everything you need to be, bro. Man. Automatic. And um, I appreciate y'all watching, you know. Man, thank you so much for tuning in. Absolutely, man. Like Season six. Six seasons. Going to London, nigga. I swole. Big. Big. Big swole. Big, you know. So, I mean... Gratitude again, bro. Like I wouldn't be nothing without the the fans, the listeners, the viewers. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? The family. To show that. You know what I'm saying? So man, thank you. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. I love you. But you know, like six seasons is incredible. Um, you know, um, thank you everybody to tuning in for another season of Channel Seven Podcast. You know, uh, my heart is full. I'm fulfilled. I'm fulfilled. I can say that. I can tell. Yeah. You're glowing right now. <laughs> 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 hey, man. I appreciate every y'all, everything from y'all. So if you made it this far in the episode, man, and you're really rocking you with us. This was a long one. This is longer than most. Yeah, you you uh you all star. You're an all star fan. You made it through this. this Absolutely, one. man. Make sure you liking and subscribing and sharing and you know following the show. If you made it this far, then you are a super fan, and you have to. You know, you have to. It's your obligation. It's your civic right. duty. You might get a ticket to squeeze London. You might. You know. Yeah. Man, how are we closing out the show, man? How we closing out the season, tonight, man? Man, we closing out the season on the underground. We got felt the rush. Artist Ben Riley, produced by him. <laughs> him, me, <laughs> produced by me, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, man. Uh, I want to say that shit, but until next time. Until next time, let me do the job. I, can I do the job? Do the job, G. Ladies and gentlemen, this is season six. Episode 7. I'm going to look directly into the camera. Go crazy. This is Season 6, Episode 7. My name is Seven. We've been accompanied by Marv XL from the YFP Media team to take over the season finale of Channel 7 Podcast. 
This week on the Underground, we have Ben Riley with Felt the Rush, produced by Seven. Channel Seven Podcast, the Underground. Ben Riley Felt the Rush, produced by Seven. Squeeze London, coming soon, spring 2023. Jeez, so soon. You know the vibes. Channel Seven. Considering how we jump Emotions getting flushed once thoughts of you erupt A conversation struck, my issues stay in the breath I was in a rush, towards nothing, this is a must We figured it's out for us, no compromising the trust, huh? Can I sustain with this feeling, it's rather dangerous Cloud of my judgment, perception from every angle, Nick Fill me with passion, it's better days I imagine My heart on my sleeve, fashion forever long, it be lasting Oh, why try to make it fade away? It's natural, embrace it, emotions just take a space Any memory where you're not involved, you replace Dopamine take control whenever we face to face, now. Nah, I'm out of my body when I'm with you You into my spirit, we start anew